I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hey everybody, welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. We are so excited today to welcome our dear friend and fellow comedian, Karen Fian. She is amazing. You might have seen her on My Big Fat Fabulous Life on TLC. Uh, Karen, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> oh man, this is great. Julio, you know Karen. Yeah, Karen's my girl. Yeah. She's a rider. Yeah. You know? What does that mean? She's just reliable. Oh. Yes. She's a reliable, good kid. <laughs> I thought maybe it was like she only uh, insists on being on top. I mean, that is That's often possible. the case. Oh, is it? Yeah. Huh. I find it easier to orgasm that way. Nice. I, I feel like a lot that's the norm. Yeah. Right? I always, I convinced myself that it was the shape of my member mm. that enabled that position to be my most successful one. But I think it's just like the nature of female orgasms, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, I think it's that. And it's, it's also like, you, <laughs> you, you can really steer the ship, you know what I mean? If you're in that situation, you know, you just, I just grab hold of a neck and I'm, I really could, could be any neck. Got a girl. Well, regardless. But it's our... my boyfriend's and I love him so much. Oh. She does. She's obsessed with her boyfriend. That's yep. good. It's Thanks. It's our six month anniversary. Congratulations. I know. What do you think you got me? A vibrator? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I would say People that. don't expect gifts for six real, months, do they? Six months anniversary is nothing. That's though. not a thing. And, no. I, and I shouldn't expect a gift. 100%. I wouldn't But I so. have hinted at one. That you want. Yes. Can you tell us what no, it no, is? No, no, no. Just any gift. I'll take anything. Gifts are my love language. You could like get me like a post-it. You can get me like a pen with like a flower on it. Like I'd be like, this is ah, oh, I love it so much. Thank you. That's oh, cute. good. Yep. All right. Well, very good. Thanks. Um, so you look great. You look radiant. Really? Your hair looks fantastic. Thank you so much. Is you look there fit. Any... Oh, I work. You know, I fucking stay in Equinox. Yeah, she's been working out hard. Day. The results have shown. Nice. Yeah. Is there, with it. is there any reason why your hair looks so good today? Yes. I went to get a blowout, which was one of two mistakes I've made already today. Tell us about them. Listen, I, I don't want to say which dry bar I went to because I go to a lot of different dry bars and I usually have an excellent experience. Like, here's, here's my thing. If I'm gonna, I can blow dry my own hair. Like, I'm like in my 30s. Like, I know how to do that. No problem. If I'm giving you $50 plus a tip to blow dry my hair, this is a $120 haircut. Do you know what I mean? Oof. Like this haircut is fresh and like, and, and it's easy to make it look good. So if I'm giving you 60 bucks to do that and you not only don't do that, but you hurt me too. Like my scalp, <laughs> like pulling at my scalp. I'm like, my thing is I'll suffer if the blowout is banging. Like, you know, if there's a method to you pulling my hair, if you pulling my hair out makes you a better blowout stylist, it's fine. I'll get past it. But it's like you hurt me and then you did a shitty job and then I just sort of like spazzed out and bore him. I'm in this dry bar. Oh. Well, I didn't spaz, but I was very white. What did you do? So, so walk us through that. I just, you know, first of all, I was met with an attitude from the jump. Like I was 15 minutes early for my appointment. I understand if you can't take me until the exact minute of that appointment. But guess what? At that exact minute, if I've been there for 15 minutes, I'm going to be up at the desk. Like, what the fuck? Where are we? And she like looks at her, the, like, you know, concierge, whatever you want to the front desk chick. She, it's 946 at this point for the record. 
And she's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're getting somebody right now. I'm like, oh, okay. Customer, wow. it's I'm just I'm not really feeling treated like yeah. Those time. desk people at hair related places have an attitude. I don't know why. I'm like, what's your problem? Like, you're not making any money you an hour. I didn't pick your fucking job. I don't give a shit. Right. I'm here because I have so little time that I do this once a week. Like, this isn't like oh, I have nothing to do. I have my thumb up my ass. Like, I have a half an hour to do this. So just fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was very white um, this morning. Um, but I just wasn't happy. And then, so then again, like the, 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 the actual shampoo was so violent. It felt like she was like playing puppet. Hate that. And then, yeah, she just did a shitty job. And I just let him know. I was like, listen, this is a great haircut. It shouldn't be hard to do. This is your profession. I understand blow drying hair isn't very prestigious. It's not my fault. But this is still your job that you decided to do. So did do you say that? Yeah. So oh do the God. best you can. I don't care. I was a waitress in New York City for 15 years. I don't fucking care. I was still a good waitress. I made bank. If you hustle and do a really good job at this, I'm probably going to break you off $15, $20 tip. If I'm happy, I've done it before. You know, I still tipped her 10 bucks, and I was super unhappy. If so hold on a second. <laughs> Told you guys she's a rider. Do you, do you think that? Do you think that that moment... Psych. may have Psycho. contributed to the rest of the blowout going poorly. No, that was the end of the blowout. Oh, I waited, that was I the waited end? to the end of the blowout, yeah. And then the girl even told me, she's like, you're the one with the attitude. I was like, oh, we're going to fight. Here's my thing, though, why I didn't want to say the neighborhood where it is, because I'm like partial. Like, I'm like, I'm scared this girl's going to come to my home. Like, I mean, I left. It didn't escalate to anything. I left, and then I got on the phone with headquarters, dry bar headquarters. Whoa. Like, Good I took you. it to another level. I want my money back. I want my money back. Well, it's nice of you to get we'll a blowout for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you, we appreciate glad you came. It's 100% for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Man, that's crazy. I got to tell you, Karen. Ooh, who cares? I, I have not <laughs> in, ever really gone that way. That white? The, yeah. That complaint level of yeah. like, of like this like level of service just isn't where it I should be. I do it be. all the time. Good for you, Julio. The only thing that was close was one time I was in an Uber with three of my friends and the driver fell asleep <laughs> while we were on the highway. You're like, we're dead. <laughs> I'm going to yelp about we it. We started drifting into the breakdown lane. Oh my and God. And I had to rip the wheel back to pull us back into 70 mile per hour. Traffic. You had to? Yeah. And then I said, were you just asleep? And he goes, yes. <laughs> and I said, do you want me to drive the rest of the way? And he goes, I think that would be a good idea. Yeah. So we pulled into the breakdown lane and I drove our Uber the remaining 15 minutes. Was it to nice? Where we were was going. it an Altima? What kind yeah, of? Yeah, it was a fucking Corolla or something. Oh, okay. We had four, three of my friends in the back. I was in the front seat. He's now in the, driver. he's now and he went and sat in the back. Oh, he went in the back. Oh, okay. Or maybe he sat in the front. I don't know. Okay. And then we got to the place we were going and I said, dude, you need to, you need to sit in this parking lot and take a nap. Because you you should not be driving. It'd right be now. funny if you were driving. He's like, "Let me pay for this," and he starts to jerk you off. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, but that was the only time where then I I wrote to Uber and I was like, you yeah, know, look, for we, you. we had a pretty pretty scary experience. It's like you guys owe me thirty five bucks because I drove. Yeah, <laughs> this fare. Yeah, I work for Uber. <laughs> Where's my money? Today. Yeah. And where are my benefits? Yeah, you're like, well, well, welcome to the team, Francis. Yeah, I think you're well within your rights to complain. If things are that bad, I don't think that lowering expectations progresses us. I think hiring them does. Well, here's the question. Right. And this, is a, this to me is the ultimate question, which is that do you believe that tips and gratuity are now a, a, a foregone conclusion, an expected deserved right? Or are they still meant to be some reflection of the performance of the person great question 
I think uh, a lot of places or successful businesses, um, Sugarfish, for example, oh, yeah, no tips. includes the tip in the entire purchase of, of, of your experience. And, and the service is impeccable. Mm. Um, so I, I don't know. I think it's changing. I think before, yeah, it was reflective of, the, and, and I, I was a waitress for a really long time. And like you got screwed a bunch. Some tourists would like people oh, from Spain. Fucking Germans. Spaniards are the worst. Australians, I'm sorry, but like not everybody, but some tourists are just the worst. They Europeans just, are bad. You end up paying the weight on them, essentially, because you're tipping out like barbacks and this and that. Like you're making no money. Mm. So I, I hope that it goes towards like what Sugarfish is doing, like just build it in and then. And then you go in expecting a level of service and you won't continue to bring your business there if you don't receive that service. I think that's really good, really smart. Yeah. And especially since, you know, you, the bill you get is what you pay and not having to wonder if you're offending people or, sure. you know, do the math. Yeah. I like doing the math. Yeah. But then, there, you know, I, I tip 20% uh, category. You can tell. Even when you're yeah. not paying, like, let me do the math. Let me do the tip. Yeah. I tip 20% categorically at restaurants. But there are yes. times where I think, right. and not often, but there have been times where I've thought, this was such a bad experience. Right. That this person does not deserve the max tip. Sure. sure. And then what? Sure. Are you really showing them by giving them 15%? Right. You're talking right. a difference of a couple dollars. Right. I don't know. Right. I see what you're saying, though. It's like built in. Like some places, like they get paid off tips. That's how it works. Exactly. Whatever. And so it's just like something. being a waitress. Again, I was a waitress forever. It's not that it's hard. It's anybody can do it. It's just sort of about anticipating people's needs. Right. And you can just do the bare minimum and I think earn a 20% tip. Just be like not having people's food be cold or dirty or you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's not that hard. Right. It, you know, it's if you're in a super busy restaurant and you have to. I mean, I worked at Sushi Samba and there were 200 items R. on R. the R. end. Sushi Samba. So sad. Yellowtail sashimi, like the um, Tiraditos and the taquitos. So Seventh Avenue South has really gone downhill. Oh, it's, a, it's a separate. It's topic. gone. It's terrible. It's not there anymore. No, I don't mean sushi samba. I mean oh, the whole street. The whole street. You're totally right. It's just like filled with vagrants now. It yeah. used to be popping. <laughs> I know it really what, is. What are you guys talking about? Seventh <laughs> Avenue South. Seventh Avenue South. Man. Man. Wait, what is Seventh Avenue South? Like oh. Christopher Street area. Yep. South and north of that. On Seventh yeah. Ave, what, yeah. what used to be kind of the West Village of Seventh Avenue. Yeah, but you'd have that yeah. great strip of like restaurants and all those good Mexican hangs. restaurants. Uh, right. Sushi samba on the roof used to be so cool. Sick, yeah. huh. But anyway, but my, the point is, it's not that it's like brain surgery doing this job. I, I don't know. I don't think it's a bad thing to earn stuff, perform. Right. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, anchor, anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. You know Will Winter well, right? Yes. So Will Winter, a comedian, great guy. He used to work at Balthazar. And he, I, I invited him to come to Scandinavia with me once um, just because he's like a great guy, a great guy to travel with. 
And he was like, dude, I wish I could because I need to go to the source. I was like, what do you mean by that? He's like, Sweden, bro. He's like, you'll have the most magical experience waiting on these Swedes who look you in the eye and they thank you from the bottom of their heart and they tip you zero dollars. Yeah. And I just don't get it. I need to go there. Yeah. I was like, that's crazy. And I guarantee you that <laughs> that waiters in Sweden are paid a livable wage, are paid right, like right. money. Everyone's paid the totally. same amount of money regardless Everybody of makes what money. they do, almost. Right. It's, it's crazy. crazy. But everything's paid for. I mean, their taxes are like 60%, but they don't have to, they don't have to do pay they for anything. They don't have to think about it. Okay. Yeah. Healthcare, education, all that stuff's top I don't, notch. I don't mind it. I, I once, yeah. Well, now I'm curious about what you said. Mm-hmm. Uh but I can't remember what it was that I was going to ask. <laughs> Sweden. What were you, you dope. You said something before. Yeah. 7th Avenue South. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. It's, it's just a fucking a... shithole now, dude. Right. Yeah, now it is gar- It is trash. Well, we want to ask you, of course, right. about the, the theme of the podcast. Mistakes. Major, major, major mistakes. Major mistakes. Failures. Fuck ups. Anything that you look back on and you think, my God, at that moment, I wasn't sure if I would be able to get through it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I cut to the morning after I called Patrick Milligan a fat faggot to his face in this a blackout. Booker of the stamp. Yes. Current booker. <laughs> I of remember the stand. This. this. Hey, Patrick. <laughs> Shout out cringe humor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and wake, so waking up that next morning and being tagged on Facebook in like statuses of like, like recounting that instance that I'm tagged in. So like that, like pit of like rock bottom was like very, and like was like a turning point. But so yeah, that mistake, that night was a mistake. <laughs> do, do you know why you called him that? I was in a blackout. Who know? I mean, I we were probably like, I probably thought I was being funny. <laughs> you, had pre- you had previously been sober too, right? And then you got back on the line Oh wagon. yeah, that was, um, that I was sober when I was dating Keith of mm-hmm. the Lucas Brothers for like probably a couple years. And then when we broke up, I had a gnarly relapse for like six months. Into alcohol? Yeah. And more? No, I mean, yeah. I mean, if there's blow around, if I'm already drinking. Right. <laughs> what am right. I? What are we, children? Yeah. Right. Come on. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Back to boozing, kid. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that was, you know, a huge, that led to, I got this tattoo, which says, don't serve me after that on my arm. It's like, that tap. was just, um, but mistakes are so important. You have to make mistakes. You don't make mistakes. You fucking stink. Like you're boring. You're not evolved. Like you're not doing anything. You have to. You have to change. Right. So what was the blowback from that? Oh, it was so brutal. I mean, I just like metaphorically, it felt like every day I was like digging a pile of dirt off my cat. Like what am I looking casket? Like mm-hmm. like trying to like revive my fucking life. And before, were you cool with the stand people? I mean, yeah, but I wasn't past or working or, right. you know what I mean? Were like, you doing the roasts and stuff yet? No, I don't think so. Maybe was, a little. Okay. Maybe, it was pre-roast battle, maybe. But maybe pre-roast battle, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, so, just, like, fuck it up before I even get a chance to fuck it up with my, you know, talent. There were comics involved <laughs> in this as well. They were shitting on you, I remember. Oh, I'm sure. Right? Oh, it was probably fun to shit on me. No, but, like, after that whole, after that happened, after she called Patrick a said fat... <laughs> Blank. Mm. <laughs> I can say it because I'm gay. And, and you also said it, and we're recounting. Sure. <laughs> it's like a rap song. Well, now, uh, yeah, I mean, I think if if you're recounting the context, right. it's fine to say. Well, I mean, it's, I think that that's the uh, severity of the mistake is really in that word. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, like, yeah, doing I mean, it in a, in, a, in a blackout in like a shitty way. You know what I mean? Like not being funny, just throwing that word around kind of shitty. Right. I think it, it, it is a mistake. 
So when you said that on Facebook the next day, everyone was chiming in. It who? Felt, it felt like What that. did you say on Facebook? I didn't say anything. I woke up to like multiple notifications of Karen was wasted at the stand last night. Did this, did this, did this, you remember this. doing it? No. Oh, God. And I had lost my phone. So oh, this no. was like hours later when I actually, and I had passed out at Micah Fox's house that night. Had to go meet a cab to get my phone and went back to my apartment and it was just like... You know what I mean? And was it all the stand staff? No, it wasn't the sta- the stand staff. It was just um, it was Patrick, like, and rightfully so, like, uh-huh. had tagged me, and like, yeah, a few other comics like jumped in. Interesting. It's just like when you like fuck up before you even really get a chance to like start, right? It's, right. And it's and it's a hundred percent because you drank, you know, you're an alcoholic right. and you drank too much. Mm. So it's like it's just such a self-defeating sabotage style mistake right why did you call him what you called him i don't know i think he was talking about his cat too much like star wars and you're like ha 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 you're a <laughs> and he's like uh what he's like what who, night, are Karen. You? who are you <laughs> but now you right. are one of the most common faces what? that i that... see working that so wonderful you're calling club me common. no i'm I think saying i'm special i should have said frequent <laughs> Uh, you're one of the most f- people that I see most frequently there. I love there. the sand. The sand's the best club in the city. So you've clearly mended fences and, yeah. and even gone beyond that and are, yeah. are utilized by them so often. Uh, how did you get back into their good graces? Um, I think it was a lot of roast battles, winning and losing. Um, just sort of, I always was drawn to a lot of the stand comics as well. So mm-hmm. just sort of, like staying in touch, wanting to work with them, like whatever it may be, doing their podcast, featuring for them. I just was always a big fan of the roster that the stand sort mm-hmm. of boasts. Um, Were that, you banned? Yeah, but I would like find other ways to like you know work with like, those cop. You know what I mean? Produce like, shows. Yeah, and just be like, around. And how did you squash it with Patrick? Um, you know, I'm not like a phony type person, and I'm not like a like a big like gonna put my tail so far between my, but I did in a sense, just sort of like put my tail between my legs and just worked. And I was like, just worked on getting funnier. And that's it. You never were like, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm a I think I apologize. I think I sent him a message like, listen, sorry. I, the blackout. I think I said, sorry to like to his face, you know, like not, not super long after like, sorry, but it's just like, it's, um, I think it's a privilege and a reward to like work a club like that. I totally. think it's like you, you should really take it seriously and respect it. And um, so, yeah, it took a minute and it took yeah. work. You know, wow. there is so much power in apology. And we work in a business where, for whatever reason, comedians are so against apologizing. Because mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it seems as if it's a, a, an admission of fault. And everyone's so hot-headed right. and Or it stubborn, sacrifices some right? sort of freedom of speech or something. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many, be- f- how f- helpful it has been in my life that I am uh, happy to apologize? Yeah. That I like apologizing. Yeah. I'm very good at it. Yeah. And that I, I don't see it as some loss of pride or, you know, I don't know, like I'm, like I'm, losing myself as a man by apologizing no i I think it shows a level of intelligence hi i'm identifying this thing that i did that i'm recognizing that you're saying hurt you 
whether I intended to or not, like I'm listening to your feelings and saying I hurt you. So I'm willing to say, hey, that was a moment. I'm, I'm sorry for, you know, right. whatever. What do, do you what do you think know. about apologies? I also have no problem with them. I mean, granted, if like for some reason I think I'm really right about something, I might be less likely to. Julia yeah. will fight you. He'll <laughs> punch you in the face. <laughs> I agree. No, but I've seen him punch Benny Day in the face like a hundred times. She's she's making that up. That's funny. Um, but I'm I'm fine with apologizing too, man. You know what I mean? Especially if you fuck something up or you do something wrong, and it's obvious you did or whatever. You have to. And plus, if everyone's saying you did something wrong, it's worth assessing whether or not that is true. Uh -huh. Even if you feel like you're right, if you're like, well, everybody thinks I'm wrong, should I examine this again? Right. And and think about it with an open mind, because you know you, you never know. You, you might have a new way to think about it. There are very few instances in my life where something has happened where uh, I wasn't able to see both sides and at, at least acknowledge that I had some hand in why the problem occurred. Right. And even if I'm 10% culpable and the other party is 90%, I'm happy to apologize for my 10% of issue. Yeah. And you saw, and I think you look better. You look like you look. You come out like classier and smarter than holding holding on to some like right. And it's productive. I hate when people don't like me. <laughs> I know we can tell. That's why you apologize. So I much. hate it so much. <laughs> That's what it takes. We say we're sorry. Fuck it. Move on. But don't don't then be a total dick if I apologize to you and be like. Well, I'm glad you've learned your lesson. Oh, yeah. Don't fucking smear into my face, you fucking goon. Because then, then I'll be like, you know what? I didn't mean it. I take it back. Take it's it your back. fault. Fuck you. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. And then my we're going to apologize for that. And it's like it all starts over. It's annoying. No, it's about being an adult. It's fine to be a grown-up. And being like, we're, I'm doing, and if you're... If you're able to apologize, don't you want the same from other people too? Like I have expectations of other people to like know when they're wrong too. Right. I feel like you earn that more when you're more forthcoming and you're more vulnerable and like, listen, we're all, nobody's perfect. Yeah. Bruh. I agree. True. I'm I agree. Not, how, I pee how... with the door open. Is that so <laughs> weird? Karen, how long were you <laughs> like deeply depressed for after that happened? Um, Probably like a month. And did you like think my career's over? Yeah, it's like I sort of just grounded myself. Like, and I've I've had to do this a few times in my life where I just sort of you have to just get rid of every other thing, you know, like and just focus on go to work, walk your dog, go home, go to bed. And then slowly the next week you have more money because you're not spending it all on alcohol. And it's like go to the gym, go to work, buy new shoes, go back home. So it just sort of like you slow I slowly like you dig yourself out of it. Mm. Is the this shoes were, took a minute? Sorry. Okay. Is that like some kind of conventional move on <laughs> from addiction thing? No, that you're I mean describing because it's a good sounds like a good method. That's just what I've always had to do with myself, and it's I I think it has good and bad stuff. I do sort of like shut everybody out for like a week, and that can I think be shitty and hard to do to people who have been there for me. Like when I do relapse, and sometimes they do. They probably want to hear from me and like want to hear me say, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do this again. I'm working on it. But sometimes I need a week to just sort of like show people like I already have seven, like I have seven days. Like I haven't had a drink in seven days. I'm coming to you with that. Like I'm already, I've already started. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like. How, how, uh, how long have you been sober as of today? This time it'll be two years on May 10th. So I forget. Unbelievable. Yeah. Congratulations. So that's not till May, but Damn. it's like, oh, like a year and I don't know. 
six months. I know, a year and a half, yeah. So let me ask you this, because that is a very substantial amount of time Thank to you. not touch alcohol. Yeah. Uh, is there any part of you that ever thinks someday you will reestablish <laughs> a healthy relationship with alcohol? I mean, I've done that multiple times already with my brain. That's like, that's the sickness of, of being an alcoholic, is that I do have that voice in my head that... I don't think I've ever really gone longer than two years. I've done two years. And then I think slowly after two years was like when I started relapsing that other time. So there's something that just does happen in my brain that goes, oh, listen, if you spend like $18 on a glass of Sauvignon Blanc, that's all you're going to need. You don't need to go get wasted and get blacked out. You just tie on a tiny little buzz and then you have some food and you go to bed. And it's just like the second it hits me, it's like the dip in Roger Rabbit, you know, when they like put the the animated people in the, the steel drum with like the dip look it up it's a scene uh -huh. they like the second it touches them right. it's like Psst. all of a sudden five hours later you're eating a strange man's ass <laughs> yeah. a lot of happen? people describe julio as strange yeah <laughs> <Boom>. nice <laughs> nailed you it. guys did uh butt stuff together <laughs> wow that's very funny. No. So, yeah. So, I mean, I wish. I wish. That's like, I'm so jealous of people that can't have a healthy relationship with alcohol. And it affects it affects my life all the time. Because my boyfriend drinks. He doesn't have, a, like, a problem with alcohol. But, like, I'll have, there's, like, a jealousy that comes with that. Like, I can't, I can't just go have a few drinks, you know? I can go and hang out with his friends, but, like. Right. Does he uh, respect your yes. need for abstinence? Yeah. So he never says, you know, I'm having a drink. Yeah. No, that's good. But you're able to be around him when he's having a drink <clears throat> yeah. and without, without needing it. Yeah. But does it make it harder? Um, I'm not. I mean, the truth is I'm like, I'm, I'm working almost every night. So like, I'm not around him out like drinking with his friends. And it, it shouldn't irritate me that, that it's just like he's just out just while I'm like, you know, doing shows or whatever. But sometimes it does. Hmm. But it shouldn't. When you hangout. are drinking, when you're on the wagon. When I'm drinking, yeah. When you're drinking. Yeah. How many nights a week are you drinking? Every day. Every Forget single night. nights. Waking up doing tequila shots before I go to work. Really? Yes. That's Little crazy. airplane bottles of booze in my purse all the time. How does your brain convince you that that's normal? I just start functioning on a certain level of alcohol at all times. Like I just start having a, like a buzz all the time and then i kick it up at night and then i'll probably run it to the ground i'll do that i can do that for like three four days and then i'll either get sick or just you know what i mean like get, yeah. i'll get you so sick stop. that i have so, to stop and it. you can't exercise during that period of time no but i was trying to this last relapse and it's tough man when was your last <laughs> <laughs> when was your last relapse so a year and a half ago oh right okay for okay, how okay, long okay. long that was a long one how long I want to say like almost like probably like eight or nine months. And what'd you do? What bad shit did you do? A bunch of fat comics. Cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Get in, everybody. She's back. <laughs> Get it while it's hot, baby. Yeah, I made a lot of poor decisions. You don't really have to cut that out. Um, I made a lot of poor decisions, but a lot of fun decisions too. <laughs> no offense to everybody that I slept with during my relapse. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I did a lot. I mean, I maintained my job somehow. Yeah. Um, you know. And you were drink taking shots in the morning regularly. Sometimes, yeah. Okay. And then, but the banging of the guys isn't necessarily a mistake. I mean, you look back and you're like, yeah, maybe I wouldn't have banged that guy. But like, you know. Uh, yeah, I can take one for the team here and there. And nothing on the <laughs> nothing on the scale of 
you are, you know, insulting people for no reason. This past relapse? No. But it it just was getting to, it just got to a point. It was affecting one friendship a lot. Um, and like a, like a very important friendship to me. So that was also like enough to like pump the brakes on it too. Cool. There's a bunch of different components, but cause you know, I know I ha- I'm drinking with this tattoo. I'm like going like during, like I didn't, I, I had this during my last relapse. So I'm like at bars like. Has that helped you though? That tattoo? Oh, yeah, Do you I, look at it? I wake up every morning. You see it. It's just like in this spot that like I sleep like that. So every morning it's like, oh, right. You hold <laughs> it up for the camera. Yeah. Oh. That's yeah. fascinating. There it is, baby. Don't serve yeah. me. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Wow. Well, addiction is obviously <laughs> oh, a major uh, sort of theme that we see accompanies all a lot of the oops that we've talked really? about. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. We had Wendy Starling on mm-hmm. and she talked about it yeah. um, a little bit. But, you know, we were talking, Julia and I were talking about weed mm. before the episode started. And I know you partake. Mm-hmm. In fact, I owe you some. No, he had like you, a tiny bit from like my one. You fed me weed the other he night. Said, Just apologize and we'll get past it. I felt bad. <laughs> I did feel really bad, but I was smoking with Benny. <laughs> nice. And there's never need free weeds like free. Yeah, you it kind of is. It's yeah, like whatever. Somebody's got some. I, there was an amazing moment <laughs> on six, right now. sixty minutes. Was talking about this the other day. They said that um, in California, the weed crops. There's such a surplus that these major farms can't sell it in their dispensaries quickly enough. Really? Because they're, the, the growth of the marijuana has outpaced the proliferation of the marijuana stores. Okay. And a lot of the counties in California, are, it's tough for the marijuana dispensaries to break through the red tape to establish a storefront. Mm. Um, so what ends up happening is you get in these crazy illegal grow operations that are unsanctioned and, you know, using chemicals and all that. And then you get hundreds and hundreds of 18 wheeler trucks driving to the East coast to then sell this incredible weed on the street where it's still illegal and fetches a far higher price. Right. But just to say all out there in Humboldt County and all through California, except for places like LA, there is so so much extra weed that really it should be free. It should be free. Yeah. I think you should get some when you like sign up for health care or whatever. Yeah. Or when you like register to vote. Hey, have some weed. You're doing you, great. <laughs> That's crazy. My question is, do you think that marijuana has acted as a good stand in and a way of mitigating your alcohol reliance? I 100% think so. Yes. I believe in marijuana management. I always have. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, what was I going to say? Marijuana, marijuana. Rich, yeah. Rich Voss would disagree with me. Shout out to Rich. He thinks, and a lot of like really strict like AA people are like, you can't have anything. It, when you show up to an AA meeting, they say something before the meeting even starts where they're like, if you've had any mood elevators is what they call it, um, then you're not allowed to share. And the whole point of AA or the thing that most people get out of it is the group therapy experience like you want to be able to share and talk about your stuff get it off your chest so i disagree with that whatever philosophy um because i used to like to get stoned to go to aa <laughs> everybody was hilarious <laughs> it's like super fun <laughs> and i'm like i'm not drinking hello <laughs> i am hungry i'm just at the snack table the whole time <laughs> what Sorry. this is the best way to meet celebrities is aa <laughs> yep in la it's a great networking really? tool oh my god <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, it does. I mean, I'm, and I'm not going to call somebody a fat faggot because I'm a little hot, like I'm a little stoned. Like right. I just have never made a decision. I've never made a mistake on pot. And Did, if I had, I don't regret it. Would you say <laughs> that when you stopped drinking, your marijuana intake increased? Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Although so, I smoked plenty. We, I would just come home and smoke weed when I was hammered anyway. That was always the nightcap, right? That's right. how we go to sleep. Hmm. Well, that's, I guess that's good. I, I don't know. Uh, as long as it's just that, though, right? Yeah. Is that your thought? Yeah, because, you know, I've done, like, Coke or and, like, other drugs before when I've been sober, like, not drinking, and it's just a nightmare. It's a living nightmare. Why? You're just like, ooh, 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 what's, what are we going to do? Is this fun? <laughs> I feel everything. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, don't know what fun is anymore. Yeah. You're like, I'm hot, I'm cold. Is this fun? I party. <laughs> What about like mind altering, like tripping drugs? Yeah, those do are great. Those? My only problem with those, one time mushrooms. I did too many mushrooms, like I almost died. My tongue got really swollen. I like couldn't breathe. How much did you take? I don't know. That's the problem with trip. being an addict, I think, too, though. I just like was eating Pop too them. many. Mm. I think I was like literally hungry, too. I was like, these are just freeze dried mushrooms, Snacks. aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking done. Julio, you like the mushrooms, right? I mean, theoretically, yeah. You know, I'm not against the idea of them. In small doses. So I have a, a little collection of the microdose capsules, but I've never taken them. I've never taken mushrooms. No. I'm a little scared. I think you'd enjoy it. You'd be fine. I worry that it will unlock some sort of banshee in my brain. It could. That will start bouncing around and telling me to do things like fly. The problem is that the banshee will tell you things. a plane. <laughs> Dude, the banshee will tell you true things about your life that you can't unthink. That's the problem. Yeah. With boomers. They'll show you shit. That you can't, that, that's true. I don't know that I need truth. <laughs> right, I say that sometimes too. It's like, I don't want to learn, dude. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy being like, not even having really good eyesight, you know, just like blissfully dumb and a little blind. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, if you're happy with the way you're living your life, if you take a little bit, it'll just reinforce that and you'll feel really good about yourself. I don't have know a great if time. I'm that happy. I texted you yesterday. I said, let's go play ping pong. I'm down. Oh, is that what you meant? Did you not did you not read that? Because you wrote back like, nah, fuck you. And I was like, damn, <laughs> wait, bro, wait I'm vulnerable oh my right God, now. Dude, I'm sorry. I thought you meant, yo, I'm down. Not I'm down. <laughs> I love this. This is funny. So I texted Julio, hey man, let's go play ping pong. I need to get out of the house or something. Right. I'm kind of down right now. Yeah. Or I'm down. Yeah. Maybe I wrote I'm down. Feeling kind of down. And that I would be saying to my own proposal <laughs> that I'm down for what I just pitched. It's pretty hilarious. Dude, I'm so sorry. No, man. it's okay. So yeah, okay. I'm here for you, man. Like, I know. That's why I you thought You can was... absolutely text me anytime you're feeling bad, and I will not shame you. I'm that kind of pal. Wait, going I know, back, I'm I so sorry, dude. Okay. I feel so bad. You were it's like, okay. hey, fuck you. No, he didn't on? say no, that. I was, like, I was like, today's kind of busy, dude. <laughs> yeah, he was oh. like, well, I'm actually talking to Judah about it, so why don't the three of us oh. go? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, dude. We can have no. a one-on-one -on -one ping pong. No, search. it's okay. That's I so funny. Hey, I'm feeling kind of odd. Oh, cool. Fuck you. I'm busy. Yeah. Find another time for us to work oh this my out. God. Yeah. I thought you were like, I'm kind of down, dude. No. I was like, oh, hell I, yeah, dude. I'm down too. I had a, I had a low day yesterday. It was a Ugh. low energy day. Low, Sorry, low bro. feeling, feeling like, man, what, what do I have on the horizon? You know, I'm not seeing land. I'm not seeing other ships. I'm just seeing a barren seascape. 
As far as the eye can see, but and then, I'm alone on this but vessel. But then tomorrow you'll get a bunch of emails, and it'll all feel different. I was really down because 100%. the New York Comedy Festival was like happening and being announced and promoted, and I was like barely a part of it. And then all of a sudden, I got like four emails about four different shows. So just keep your head in the game. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's <laughs> amazing. Way to just brag, Karen. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. Wow, man, I'm really sorry. I feel horrible. No, that's okay. It's okay. Uh, I, I had a feeling you had not read what I had written yeah. and, uh, because That's I know so you to be a very sensitive, I would have immediately person. called you Yeah, and be like, what's up, dude? Yeah. 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 Well, we've become very close. No, I we see you out. and Julia are the very sensitive boys. I can see your <laughs> yes. souls have intertwined quite yes. closely. I feel like I can see you guys just bareback boogie boarding together. <laughs> we should go boogie boarding. You know, a yeah, wave that dude. just really keeps going. I, 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 I like that. A long ride. And then we'll look back at each other. And we'll be like, that one went forever. <laughs> and maybe we'll compete. We'll be like, I went a little farther. And I'll be like, you kicked. You kicked at the end. Exactly. That'll, we'll, 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 next summer, we'll do that. Boogie board yeah. buddies. Great. Boogie board mountain. Can't wait. Well, we've had an absolutely fantastic time with you, Karen. Oh, yeah. We do short episodes. So uh, where can we find Hungry. you? Yeah. What? <laughs> yes, follow me on Instagram at Karen Fian, K-E-R-R-Y-N-F-E-E-H-A-N, um, and Twitter at K Freeham. So that's a trick that people into following me. Um, and that's it. Yeah, come to the stand. She's oh, there. Yeah. Uh, as always, Julia, where can we find you? Uh, come check out Fat Baby, the New York Comedy Festival, November 9th at midnight. It's going to be a great time. Come through. As also at not Julio on Thank Instagram you, and you should come see me. I'm headlining Gotham comedy club for the weekend of November 22nd and 23rd. Get your tickets at Francis Thanks so much. Yeah, guys. Francis, that's Thank great. Woo.